Hey everyone, Michael Unger here with another episode of Let's Innovate, a BC Science Fair Foundation podcast where we uncover the passion behind great ideas. And this season, we are going back to talk to past participants in science fairs to get their perspective on their experience and find out where their passions lie. And today, I'm joined by Michael Ruiz Peters. Hey, Michael, how's it going? Very good. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no worries, Michael. So I want to hear about your story. You are involved or were involved in a bunch of science fairs. Uh, Well, to get into that, you eventually then transitioned. You went to UBC for engineering, then on to med school, and now you're in uh, your residency uh, at med school. Where are you at right now? So right now I'm I'm in the fourth or fifth year of something called residency. And so that's the uh, medical training that happens after medical school. So you do your undergrad, you do all that stuff, you get into med school, that's four years. And then afterwards, they're not done with you yet. You've still got another two years for family medicine and then five for any specialty. Wow. So what has that been like in this past uh, year or so uh, in the era of COVID? Different, you know, stressful in a, in a whole new way. So residency itself is notoriously challenging, particularly um, usually in the first two years. Yeah. And it also depends on what you do. And then, of course, COVID changes that in, the, in a different way, right? So it's been an interesting journey over the last year and a half. You kind of start off as a hero and then live your, long enough to see yourself become the, the villain of, of vaccinations, as it were. Oh, no. Yeah. But no, it's it's definitely changed the way I, I, I kind of view view life and medicine and whatnot. Well, let's go back in time and let's uh, let's let's talk about your journey a bit and go back in time when you were a science fair participant. And um, if you could tell us a little bit about what those uh, what those projects were like, what was a science fair like, and what were you like as a science fair kid? So we're talking of, we're talking about a good ten years here. So I'm going to be a couple different people over that time period when I was a kid <laughs> and when I was growing up. But you know, I, yeah. I started with um, the mandatory ones in, in grade six, and you know, there's actually one of the interesting things is that I, I spent I think three or four years of participating in science fair without winning anything, and I, I was really grateful in retrospect. Obviously, not at the time; I was a bit bummed. But you know, in retrospect, for having the opportunity to sorry, the opportunity to try different ideas, see what works, see what didn't, but get a, a transition between, you know, doing something for the hope of success and, and doing it just for the love of, of what you're you're doing and hoping to answer a question that's meaningful to people. Well, what drew you to science fairs in the first place? Like, was were other kids doing it? Was it kind of like everyone's doing it, so you're going to do it as well? And like you said, you didn't win anything. So what kept you coming back? <laughs> Well, the first year was mandatory, and then after that, I was like, "Hmm, yeah, you know, there's actually some pretty interesting, interesting kids out there that like this stuff as well." And so it was finding this new, um, you know, new area as well, but you know, new social group, new area to pursue what is interested to you, and kind of ask the questions, you know, what if or why or how? Like all of these people are, are asking these these questions that you can kind of pass by on your day-to-day life. It was, it was pretty neat to see, actually. Yeah. Well, can you get into some specifics of some of the projects that you did work on? Any memorable ones that stand out for you? Sure. Yeah. So, you know, the first couple were a little bit more uh, cognitive and learning-based. And then the ones that kind of changed my, my tides in the science fair industry were a little bit more to do about biomedical engineering. So it was a, a wheelchair device mm-hmm. that I, I helped make over a number of years. And it helped 
people in wheelchairs, you know, both exercise and get a bit more mobile. But really, I mean, that was the technical part. That that part was interesting. There's always the interesting part in science, but that's not the fulfilling part. It's like in the intellectual fulfillment, but you also have to have that that passion and drive and the why, as it were. And so that that for mm -hmm. me actually came from my grandmother, and she was the uh, inspiration for the invention. So unfortunately, she okay. suffered a stroke, and that left her wheelchair bound. And so it's very difficult to find a, a safe way to mobilize when you're when you're in a wheelchair. And so getting that inspiration from real life and hearing the stories of other people in wheelchairs and what their life is like and all of that give you, you know, not only appreciation for your own life, but also inspiration to see if there's any way you can use your services to help other people. Wow, interesting. So was this like an initial impetus into biomedical engineering? Or did you have any other influences? Or this kind of a, was the pure catalyst, like you saw your grandmother, what she was going through, and you were like, I want to solve this problem? You know, as with any life-changing or life-guiding event, it's always a combination of many things. So in this case, absolutely, there is absolutely no doubt that Science Fair did help me go into the field that I chose and actually helped me go through. So it's, it's not like a one-step shop choice kind of thing where you leave high school and go into your life career, right? So for me, it pointed me on the, on the right track yeah. and laid the seeds for what we were finding a little bit later in university career. So after after doing high school, I was very lucky to go into a number of different science fairs, both at the, the national and, and uh, two at the national, two at the international level. After that, went into to engineering at UBC and, and bioprocess engineering. And that, you know, inspiration, of course, was derived a lot from science fair. But it was interesting. So I had a taste for what it was like to have applied science. So developing the projects, meeting other like-minded individuals, seeing their passion. But the difficulty was that once you, you get into uh, a certain field, I mean, nothing against engineering, obviously, this is very just me personally speaking. Um, but I missed the, the interaction with people on that kind of person-to-person uh, -person basis. So in my science career, it was a lot hands-on time with mm -hmm. people in wheelchairs, a lot of the feedback, directly seeing what their function was like and what they wanted out of life. And so coming to engineering, it was a bit more cerebral than what I was used to. And so not only did it help me start down mm -hmm. that path, as I said before, it helped me um, remember what that, that felt like. And that fulfillment drove me into to medicine, as it were. You know, Medicine and, and engineering are actually more similar than people give them credit for. They're they're both applied science. They're, you know, all the scientific principles applied to either technical designs and, and products or actually human engineering, as it were. That's interesting. I never thought about that perspective before of how a science fair will stoke some passions in you that you don't know you have yet. And then they'll kind of lay the seeds, as you as you say, and then they'll kind of re regurgitate, you know, as you get into university and you're kind of like, OK, I want to go more into this field, which is where you are now, which is in residency in, in medical school. So residency itself is basically, you know, it's a job. You, you work your your time at the hospital, but at the same time, you're also a student. And it's really, really a, a different experience than anything before, whether it's in school or yeah. medical school or before in science fair, <laughs> because you're in hospitals working with patients day yeah. to day, but you're also a student, right? And so it's difficult to keep the, you know, the, the science fair innovation or passion stoked during that time. But what ended up coming out and, and one of the big things that actually 
keeps me going is the fulfillment aspect. And so I, uh, the reason why I keep mm -hmm. coming back to this is because it actually ended up being one of the more important things that I took from science fair. Like you can always have interesting science. Like there's like the whole world is interesting. It doesn't matter what field you are, but different people are fulfilled by different things. And I think that's one of the, the key messages is to find, you know, something interesting, of course, but also what you find fulfilling because when you're doing like 32 hour call shifts and it's 3 a.m., you don't care at all what mm -hmm. the science is, right? It's it's the person in front of you. It's what you're doing. It's what you feel like your services to somebody else. That's that's what's going to keep you going. Yeah, no, that's a that's a wonderful message, and I think uh, hopefully a lot of the kids out there will take that to heart. And and now seeing you where you are now, hopefully that will be a bit of an insp inspiration for them. You ever fought, give yourself sort of like little goals to sort of keep you motivated? Uh, depends on the day. It depends on the day for sure. So some goals you just you just <laughs> gotta make it to the end of the hour or the end of the night. But other times, so it's interesting you brought up the idea of competition because I remember, you know, when I was younger, I love I love the feeling of competition, you know, the feeling of winning. But the longer, I mean, the more time that passes and the you see the outcomes of different people who won certain things or didn't win certain things, the the value of competition has diminished almost to the point of non-existence for me. So getting into science fair and i remember seeing people like throwing up the first day of competition and just like in the corner and crying and i was like oh, wow i was i was quite surprised about that it, you know both from uh, a pressure standpoint but also i feel like it misses the heart of science fair so you know obviously um doing your best is important but the outcome of the science fair is not necessarily correlated at all with what kind of outcomes you can expect in the future. I think that has a lot more to do with finding your mm. passion and cultivating your determination and your patience and your grit and humility and things like that. Because I've, I've known many people over science fair who have won amazing prizes and have struggled later on or vice versa, right? And it's amazing because you get to these these high levels of competition trying to get into residency and in, in, in specific programs, and yet everybody's amazing, right? Everybody's done amazing things, and any any one of them would make great physicians or great any other kind of profession by the time you get to that level. So competition has has definitely lost its feeling, and the feeling of collaboration ends up being much more important. Yeah, so collaboration for you was a big key. Uh, do you still keep in touch with some of the collaborators, some of your friends that you made uh, along the way? We do, and actually, we just had a reunion for the twenty. Oh, which one was Toronto? Twenty eleven, I think. We had the ambassador uh, reunion, and it was so neat to see where everybody ended up. You know, of course, they're all doing amazing things, but. You know, some people are, are working in science still. Some people went on to business. Some people went on mm. to starting their own NGOs and, and working in, in certain countries. You know, some people got into art. Like some One person became a chef and is just loving doing that. Uh, you also, you <laughs> yeah. develop this network that kind of spans the country too. And a very practical example, obviously, you know, visiting friends in different cities is amazing. Uh, but for getting into residency, you have to do a, a tour across the country to do interviews at different different um, schools. And for me, it was more like a, a friend tour where I got to stay at different friends' house across the country. <laughs> well, it's amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Michael, uh, thank you so much. We're going to end uh, this uh, podcast episode with some rapid fire questions about your uh, experience at science fairs. Are you ready for this? All right, let's do it. 
Our first rapid fire question, it comes from the ideation field. Where do you get your ideas from or how do you get your best ideas from? I think just looking around and asking the question, yeah, you know, but what if it could be better? What if it could be better? Okay. Uh, Second rapid fire question, uh, what piece of media, either a book, video game, or movie had the most influence on you? I think it would have to be Lord of the Rings. Aside from being a, a giant Lord of the Rings fan, I think it's such a, a perfect distillation of the good versus evil. And that's that's my inner nerd coming out. I hope you don't mind. Well, it's another journey uh, that we have here, you know, like the that path yeah. uh, through Mordor. You know, I feel like this is a theme in your life. And our final one is, uh, well, do you have any advice for future science fair participants? I think the biggest advice is kind of what we were talking about before is to to find that that fulfillment and where you get it from and then hold on to it because that's what's going to keep you going through the years. Awesome. Uh, wonderful advice. Uh, Michael Ruiz Peters, uh, thank you so much for joining us on Let's Innovate. Um, I wish you luck uh, with your residency and uh, hopefully uh, we get through this pandemic and you uh, can get back to being a hero again, um, which I'm sure uh, lots of the science fair kids out there that are listening to this and listen to your story, uh, I'm sure that they uh, think that. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time. I greatly appreciate it. Check us out online at sciencefairs.ca. You can follow us on social media uh, at Youth Innovation Showcase on Instagram, at Youth Innovation on Twitter. I'm on there as well, at Michael John Unger. And until next time, let's innovate.